Food seems like one of those things that should be simple. But like many things, we've managed to overcomplicate it. And now we live in a country where we lose 130 billion meals a year in food waste, while millions go hungry. Like most cities, Pittsburgh has not escaped this trap. There are communities in Pittsburgh that are experiencing more food insecurity than others. A term that we use is called food apartheid, which means communities that have trouble accessing healthy and nutritious food, but it's systemic. That was Joe Deming, the executive director of the Pittsburgh Food Policy Council. The Pittsburgh Food Policy Council is a coalition of people from different parts of the food ecosystem, from farms to your kitchen table. Our goals are to create a just, equitable, sustainable food system. The food system needs to be rebuilt from the ground up. And organizations like the Pittsburgh Food Policy Council are trying to do just that. But any kind of reform is a long and tedious process. So food banks and community gardens are keeping people fed in the meantime. Carol Gonzalez, a crop manager on the leadership team at Ballfield Farm, describes her garden for us. This is a neighborhood project growing organic food on the former city ball field, neglected for many years in Pittsburgh's north side. What was unredeemable, useless blight now has productive biodiversity and a real community-building sense of hope. Community gardens are unique because beyond getting food on the table, they reconnect a community to nature. Carol Gonzalez told me a story about some kids from the city she was working with who were scared of butterflies and how foreign that was to her. And while this seems like almost a dystopian reality, the first thing I thought of was walking through my own neighbor's garden and realizing I didn't know what anything was. There are so many mysteries when it comes to food, which is crazy since we put it into our body every day. But all of these questions fall flat when the fact is that for 34 million people in our country, the biggest mystery about food is whether there will be any today or what they might have to give up for it. If it's a choice between paying your mortgage or your rent or food, which one would you pick? That was Stephen O'Brien, an advocacy coordinator at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. The thing about food insecurity and hunger is that it's never just hunger. People without food are often without any other kind of safety nets, and they're left to answer impossible questions every day. The mission of the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank is to leverage the power of community to achieve lasting solutions to end hunger and its root causes. We're seeking to put food in the hands of our neighbors in need, but we have to address why people are hungry in that long-term sense. The web of hunger has always been complicated, but one of the unique problems that we're facing right now is the fallout since the government has reduced assistance programs that began during the COVID pandemic in 2020. We had government policies that were strong. We know that they worked because we saw a reduction in hunger, we saw a reduction in the number of people that were coming to food banks because they were able to afford the things that they needed. But when they ended, the need went back up. The rigorous plans put in place to keep people alive during the pandemic have now ended. And there's no real reason why we can't have that level of support all the time, beyond our country's and in turn our own decisions. Our country has shown that we can provide for people, but there's sort of an unwillingness to do so. Hunger is a policy choice. It's what we're choosing to do. When we had these programs that supported people, that provided them the money they needed, to buy food, hunger went down. Take it away, hunger went up. Anti-hunger initiatives are as varied and interdependent as we are. 
And in a country where the government is not always looking out for us, even for something as basic as eating, we'll have to look after each other. But as it stands, it's hard to picture it. I mean, what would we have to do to achieve a food-secure future? Having community gardens in every neighborhood is certainly one contribution to make to food security. Making sure that childcare costs are affordable. Raising minimum wage. Those strong government support programs that put families first, put working adults first, that put seniors first, that put children first. Volunteering at a community garden. With a consciousness of reducing food waste. Supporting local farmers markets supports regional farmers. So it's the collaboration. It's not one size fits all. We all need to be seeing this as the complex problem that it is. This is Mary Bartels reporting for the Pittsburgh Youth Media Corps.